and welcome back to the pod. Here so we don't get fined. My name is Thomas. My name is David. And we are back for another episode. My favorite part about when we do that is I never know what you're going to say. It's never too off base, but I know one day it's going to be. One day it's going to be just an out of pocket. Like, hello. Welcome back to Here So We Don't Get Fine. My name's Thomas. I'm David. And my feet look like the other side of a car accident. Like, I don't, like, it's going to be some out of pocket thing like that. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I know I, you're going to do that one day. Don't act, don't act like you don't have a long-term plan in there, because that's what you do. The only long-term plans in your brain are conniving ones. Don't act like it's not. I'm not a conniver. You're a conniver. Thomas, if, if your muscle structure did not stop your smile, it would be on either end of this freaking room right now. My smile is always like that, David. I smile all the time. No, that is your conniving smile. I know you got uh, something. I got to be honest, that idea genuinely had not popped into my brain until you put it there. So thank you. And I'll make sure I make it something special. Also, just before we get into the game real quick, I, I want the listeners to know <laughs> what just happened. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, we run a podcast through a system, whatever, we plug our mics up, and then uh, it records both of us talking, and then we mix it and stuff like that. And we wear headphones it. so that we can hear. Yeah, and we wear headphones so that we can hear exactly what we sound like in our ears. So, it's because you can't just trust yourself, right? Your ears hear things differently than... Uh, what it actually sounds like, especially when it's your own voice and all that good stuff. Yep. So that's why we wear the headphones. So Thomas is on the other side. Uh, we're testing out the mics to make sure they're set up. <laughs> and our thing, like for some reason, this program did this weird thing for a while where as soon as we started talking, we'd get we're like making three minutes noise. in. Do what? I said we'd get like three minutes in. Yeah. And yeah, then... yeah. When we started talking or making some sort of noise, an error message would pop up. So now before every pod, we get the mic set up. Thomas already has his headphones on. And then I make just a little bit of noise, blah, 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 whatever. Well, today, I don't know why. I'm hyper right now. I also don't know why. I got like five and a half hours of sleep last night, so I don't know why I'm so Jazzed hyper, up. But I am. And so I started clapping really loudly and going, ah, in the mic, but really loud. And I forgot, didn't realize Thomas had his headphones in. So he just heard me screaming and clapping as loud as I can directly in his ear holes. Wait, what did you say? I just get done and I hear, thank you. Thank you for that. And I felt so bad, but it was really funny. Uh, I said you heard me clapping and yelling really loud directly no, in your I, ear I, holes. Yeah, no, the the joke is that I can't, I can't. Oh, there you go. I see. That was a terrible joke. Like a like some dial-up internet connection you got going on in there. Better late than never, though. Uh, just because I didn't understand your terrible joke doesn't mean I'm the one with the dial-up internet connection. I guarantee you, at you're least you're the one who made the terrible joke. I guarantee you, at least one person was like, "Haha." When at I said least that. one person. Yeah. Golly, what are you, a conservative? Yeah. At least one person agrees with me. I'm kidding. Uh, listen, uh, after the mishap of last week's game, 
I, I went a little harder this time. And I'm just really hoping you don't. I cannot wait to know this random obscure fact about this random obscure sports city. Are you ready? I am. Okay, so. Hint number one for guess this sports city. Detroit. No, what? Their 125-acre zoo is the largest private-owned not-for-profit zoo in the world. San Diego, California. No. All right. That is incorrect. All right. The San Diego Zoo is one of the most popular zoos in the country. Also, one of the most humane zoos in the country. I'm very anti-zoo. I, don't I know, know if you, you are. Knew this about me. I knew, I know you are. But okay. uh, you know, I hate zoos. It's a good hint. They're animal prisons. You know, dude, I used to be very pro-zoo until I moved in here, and now I'm just like... Eh. They're just animal prisons. Heck, yeah. Like, I never loved the idea of a zoo, even as a kid. I'd go to the zoo, and I'd be like, man, these poor animals, they should be in the wild, right? But I just, I never loved it. It wasn't a, disp- like, cabbage. I don't love cabbage, but I can eat it, but I don't love it. It's not like Brussels sprouts. I despise Brussels sprouts. And 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 I have defense, a burning passion for Brussels. In sprouts. defense, I cooked some really bad Brussels sprouts. It's not just you, Thomas. It's every Brussels sprout I've ever tried in my life. No, that's fair. That's fair. But anyway, my aunt makes some bomb. I don't Brussels believe sprouts. You. I will try them because it's your aunt, and she's a very lovely lady. But I don't. I don't believe you. They're okay. going to be garbage. No, that's fair. No that's offense. Fair. Aunt Wendy, if you listen to this, I love you. You're she Brussels doesn't sprouts. listen to this. I'm sure everyone thinks they're delicious. But I didn't love zoos as a kid. And then as an adult, I learned more about them and became kind of disgusted. And then I went on a trip to the Chattanooga Zoo, mm-hmm. and it just started my vitriol, my hatred, my absolute despise for zoos. And not all zoos. Some aren't bad. There are some with proper enclosures where they actually have room to run and they feed them properly and they don't look starving like, and they don't overpopulate enclosures. Like There are some that do it the right way. Right. But those are few and far between. And so you. like I just... Ugh. I'm, if you love the zoo, I'm sorry. And I don't want to like... I'm, I don't think you're a bad person if you love the zoo. Like... You're not the one who's putting these people in cages, or these animals in cages, but, like, I personally am just incredible. And, like, the National Zoo's not bad. The San Diego Zoo is phenomenal. It's hardly a zoo. It's more like a sanctuary. Like, it is, the San Diego Zoo, from all I've heard and read and seen online, like, because I spent probably months when I first, like, started getting into this, just looking into zoos. And the San Diego Zoo seems like a really, really good one, but. Anyway, I digress. Sorry, you mentioned zoos, and I had to go on my little rant, but I'm done. You sure? You good? Yes. You ready for the second hint? Yes. Okay, this city has 31 points of pride. Points of pride? Yes, as in landmarks. Oh. Uh, One of them, however, is the renowned Heard Museum, which is one of the biggest Native American museums in the world. The museum is designed to share the stories of early Native Americans through a first-person lens. All right. I just want to say for the record, 125 acres is not big enough for a zoo, depending on how many animals are in the zoo. Okay. I just had to get that out there. It's it's um, it, 125 acres is the largest not-for-profit zoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
That makes me want to. Now I'm interested. After this pod, the first thing I'm going to do is look up the zoo. I want you to know that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, 31 points of pride. G- sorry, give me the rest of the hint again. I was stuck on that zoo. No, you're Are you still stuck on no, it? No, I okay. am ready to fully devote to this clue. Okay. Oh, native something about Native Americans, so I'm thinking out west. I remember that. Okay, go ahead. Go again. You know, native, like... Go again. Wait, do you think out west when you think Native Americans? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh. I think, like, Tennessee, West the Virginia, Kentucky... The vast majority of Native American reservations and stuff like that are west. Or When I say out west, I mean west of the Mississippi. Okay, okay. I don't mean out west as in, like, California, Oregon. I mean west of the Mississippi. So uh, the majority of the country still. I guess that's, like, one of those, like, different regions that we grew up in. Yeah. Because, like, when I lived in D.C., they were like, oh, Cherokee, 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 Cherokee. And Yeah, no, there. I mean, there are places in the south and in the north that are very, like, like North Carolina, very, like, a lot of Indian reservations, a lot of, like, Indian memorabilia. They have an entire town called Cherokee, North Carolina. In Florida, I think there's an Indian reservation, and there's a couple of places down there. Miami but... was named after a uh, Indian reservation yeah i was going to include that on the miami hint but it was like the miami tribe oh so i was like e but the majority of reservations are west of the mississippi and uh that's where we pushed them all yeah when i the, uh andrew I got, jackson pushed all the native americans i gotta be honest west. and this might be like something i need to change like yeah. internally when I think Native American, I don't think reservations. I think about, like, pre-us oh, being here. Fair enough. See, I think about... I think about, personally, the... We're 10 minutes in, might as well. The shit we put them through. Yeah. And where they are now, and it's because of us. That's what I think. No, that's... I mean, that's that's fair. That's more than fair. <clears throat> fair enough. Well, okay. Okay. Works for me. Uh, not that like but that how that's how you view them so it's east i didn't say that All right. i did not say that anyway give me the hint again we're on the second hint. this city has 31 <laughs> points of pride one of them is the renowned herd museum which is one of the biggest native american museums in the world the museum is designed to share the stories of early native americans through a first person lens okay Give me Atlanta, Georgia. No. Because I've been to an Indian museum in Atlanta, and it was huge, and it was basically the same thing. You put on headphones, and you heard, like, actual Native Americans talking about, uh, like, their experiences, and you there were articles, like, written down from Native Americans and, like, stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Atlanta was the thought. Uh, Atlanta is not the correct answer. Okay. Uh, but this museum was originally started as a uh, private museum for one family's like collection, and then it became public. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hint number three. This city does not observe daylight savings time. Hmm. So now I'm back to thinking west. Like, west of the Mississippi, because it'll be, like, in between Pacific and Eastern. That's probably. the entire country, except for Alaska and Hawaii. What? Pacific and Eastern time zones. That's the entire country. 
He said it would be between. Thomas, we are not in the Eastern time zone. No, but we're between the Eastern and the Pacific time zone. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you were saying the entire country, with the exception of Alaska and Hawaii, was either Pacific or Eastern. No, I'm saying they're between. <laughs> okay. I was like, buddy, you're not this dumb. What are you doing? But, okay. I hear what you're saying. Um... Does not celebrate daylight savings time? Does not observe daylight savings time. Yeah, you're right. Celebrate. No one celebrates it. Um, A little added on is the entire state does not. This seems like some Texas BS. Give me Dallas. Nope. Okay. That is not Dallas. All right. All right. Uh, This city, hint number four. This city. I'm upset that I didn't get this on the first guess. I just want you to know that. As much as I know about zoos, I'm upset that I didn't get this on the first guess. Yeah, well, you you're still hung up on the zoo. I'm no, I'm I'm not hung up on the zoo thing anymore. I'm upset now. I'm hung up on the fact that I know too much about zoos to not know this. Yeah, no, this I thought I thought this I thought this might be a little bit of an alley oop for you, but uh, thankfully it was not. All right, go. Hint number four: This city has the most populous state capital. In our country, by nearly double. State capital. Okay. Austin, Texas. <clears throat> Is Austin? Does Austin have a sport franchise? You're right. Not Austin, Texas. That I counts. Send... No, it doesn't. What do you mean? How does you that made... count? You made your guess. But it's not even a sports city. This is guess that sports city. But you still made that but guess. I didn't guess the sports city. I gave you. I gave you the redo when you guessed Philadelphia twice. On the first one. That's fair. All right. Fine. So I take it it's not Austin. It is not <laughs> Austin. <laughs> uh, okay. Your sport hint. And then your last one is the total number of teams this city has. All right. Give me my sport hint. This city is home to more than 160 golf clubs with more than 185 unique golf courses. Augusta? No, I'm just kidding. It's not a capital city. So it's a capital city. Yep. So it's 1 in 50. Yep. It's not Juno. It's not Honolulu. Nope, nope. I can go ahead and eliminate those two. You can also eliminate Anchorage. Anchorage is oh, Alaska? the capital city of Alaska. What's the capital city of Alaska? Juno, the thing I said first. I thought that was Montana. No. Bismarck is the capital city of Montana. Oh. Did you not do your capitals? No. Uh, well, I, we're thinking populous. So uh, it's not Austin, obviously, for Texas. It's obviously not something like Tennessee or anything like that. Um, it wouldn't be New York. The capital of New York is Albany. Uh, what is the capital of California? Is it Sacramento? So I don't think it's California. Uh, Flagstaff, so it's certainly not Arizona. Uh, in Florida, we have Tallahassee, which isn't even a sports city. Uh, I mean, they got FSU. Is it is Tallahassee a sports city? That were you counting Tallahassee as a sports city just because it has one college football team? No. Okay. Party city, though. We should probably talk about what qualifies as a sports city. While what does it thinking? have to have? I would classify a sports city as a city that is home to multiple at least, professional sports. I, I would say at least one of the big four. Okay. 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 
Oh, this is difficult. Uh, let me go Cincinnati. That is incorrect. And your last hint, it's the same every week. This city... Yeah, we haven't had to get to it until now. ...hosts four of the big four professional franchise or professional leagues. It's all. It's got all of them. Which? Oh, it's got all of them. Baseball. Okay. Baseball, basketball, NFL, NHL. And it has, so it has one of each. Yep. Okay. So we can definitely roll out anything California, anything New York. Uh. I don't think Boston's the capital of Massachusetts. No, it's Salem. So it's I, not Massachusetts. I'm feeling a bit generous. Yeah. I will give you an extra hint. Not yet. Okay. Let me. Let me let me run through a couple places here. It's got one of each. Yep. Um, am I just wrong in thinking that Cincinnati? Nope. Cleveland doesn't have a hockey team. Hockey team. Hmm. Although Cincinnati is not the capital of Ohio. Is it Cleveland? It's Columbus. Columbus, really? I'm. I'm. No, Columbus I'm a, doesn't have a baseball. Team. I'm a fact check that real fast, but I'm. Fairly certain. I don't think Seattle's the capital of Washington, is it? Um, I'm Columbus is the capital of Ohio. And I, I don't think Seattle is the capital. Nope, it is. It is? Wait, or is it Spokane? I think it's Spokane. Yeah, I think that sounds right, yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Do you want your extra hint? Not yet. You keep it going. I'm going to need to put a uh, timer on this. Is it Philadelphia? No. Not a capital city. What is the capital of Pennsylvania? Hershey? Is it Hershey? No. It's Harrisburg. Interesting. Yep. All right. Give me my last Your bonus hint is this city is the sunniest place in the country. Having sunlight eighty five percent of the days a year. That sounds horrifying. Yeah. Uh, Beautiful singing voice. Thank you. Someone in their car is screaming at you right now. You know. Probably. That? Yeah. Um. Wow, Chris came in clutch with this one. Bro, I am. Is it? Man, I'm lost. Um. Uh, Nothing wrong with throwing in the towel. No, I mean, I'm going to make a guess. Okay. Today or when I retire or... I'm trying to think somewhere high. Is it is it Denver? Nope. It is Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix isn't the capital of Arizona. Yeah, Flagstaff is. is. Well, according to the hint, Phoenix is the capital of Arizona. Since when? I don't know. Well, while David fact-checks me. When was it? I was raised that Flagstaff, Arizona was the capital of Arizona. Well, can't get them all right. I am not happy right now. Because Phoenix would have... I would have guessed Phoenix in the third hint. Yeah. I was kind of I was kind of nervous you were going to when you the the population one was a dead giveaway. Phoenix was my second thought. Wow. I'm mad. 
I need a. I'm. I'm gonna find my geography teacher. <laughs> Who was my geography? Miss Stout in fifth grade. I'm coming for you. You just threw. What did you just throw? An uh, old granola bar wrapper that you probably left on the table. I didn't have any of those. I had one of those. Anyways, anyways, now that that is done, that might be the longest it's taken you to get uh, get through one of these games. Usually, you get it. I did go on a rant. About, about zoos. And then you went on uh, another... And we also had seven hints. Yeah, because so. I was feeling generous. I'm so mad. <laughs> I thought Flagstaff was the capital of Arizona. I'm certain Flagstaff was the capital. I, I know for a fact I got taught that Flagstaff was the capital of Arizona. <laughs> Believe it or not, we do not have a soundboard. That was all me. No, but moving on, uh, David is upset, but you know who's not upset? The citizens of, I was going to say Minnesota, Minneapolis. Uh, in case you didn't hear, the Minnesota Vikings paid off their publicly funded uh, stadium 20 years in advance. I'm so mad right now. You good? I'm so mad. You Okay. Yeah, continue. I mean, I, I, okay. Uh, this came, you know, 20 years. I'm so, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20 years ahead of schedule, saving the city, tons of money. Uh, and honestly, I think I think this is kind of a win-win for both the owners and the citizens. Yeah, no, so uh, the details of this, if you're not aware. Uh, this was what, five years ago, six years ago? Something like that. Um, when their stadium roof? It was relatively recently. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings had massive repairs done, uh, renovations and such on their stadium. Yeah. Coming to about $1.1 billion. And the team, along with the owner, along with some investors, put up $620 million. The rest of which was just over $500 million, was covered by the city and the state of Minneapolis and Minnesota. Which, of course, like all infrastructure, was dealt with by raising taxes, stuff like that. Um, this being paid off 20 years later is saving over $220 million over the next 20 years of taxpayer money. Yep. Which is just, I mean, like, name a better way for a sports franchise to win over their fan base than saying, hey... We're going to lower your taxes. Your favorite sports team, Kirk Cousins and the boys, are going to lower your taxes. Like, come on. I agree with you 100%. It's a win-win for the people because they are obviously saving money every year on taxes. And it's a win-win for the uh, stadium or the owners and the players because, one, they now outright own the building. And, two... Uh, they have now ingratiated their fan base. Well, and three, any event that's held at that stadium, the owners get every cent of back. Yeah. So, and honestly, I, I don't think this is just a win for the people of Minnesota. This could potentially be a win for sport interacting with local government nationwide yeah. going forward. Because, and granted, it's going to take work. It's going to take other entities other sporting entities that keep up the good work. But I think this could begin a very slow, but potentially very uh, fruitful 
discussion cha- on changing the narrative of our sports worth it? Well, it might be sooner than you think because the Titans are right now in negotiations with the city of Nashville uh, on building a new stadium. Uh, and this would, I mean, this could go a long way. The Titans could say, hey, look at what happened in Minnesota. In Minneapolis, they worked with the state and the local government. They were able to pay it off quickly. They were able to put their people in uh, a situation where, yes, taxes were raised a little bit, but then they didn't have to pay nearly as much as they thought they would have. Uh, It saved them literally hundreds of millions of dollars down the road. This has uh, been beneficial to both sides. Why can't we do that here? So this happening in the middle of Tennessee's current negotiations or uh, the owner of Tennessee's current negotiations with the city of Nashville might bear fruit a lot quicker than we thought. Yeah, well, that too. Also, like, look, like it's going to be great for Minneapolis because, like, they had, like, what, 20 years left to pay that off? 23, I think. So that's a huge cash injection to the local city, to the municipalities that they weren't expecting. And that goes, like, if there's one thing we've learned or at least that I've learned, is that cities never have enough money to do a lot of the things that they want to do, and that's where a lot of problems come in. So, again, like this is a huge win-win for everybody. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, they were... There's outstanding stadium bonds uh, worth $377 million dollars. And the government agreed to sell those outstanding bonds. And so I don't know what that means for other places, if, that, if stadium bonds are common. But that might also uh, be a, a precedent set for these bonds, which I know are weird in the financial world. Yeah, no. But it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful moment. $226 million is what it's going to save Minnesota taxpayers. That is wild. That is a good chunk of change. That is a noticeable chunk of change but moving forward or wait i believe that the uh getting a little off topic but on topic i think this could be big for the browns too because i believe the browns have been in negotiations about a new stadium deal and the new cleveland mayor has been very hard-lined on we're not going to give billionaires public money. Monday? Public money. We'll give them public Tuesday, but we ain't giving them public Monday. That took me a second. <laughs> That's what country people don't say Monday. They say Monday. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. My I'm... granddaddy, never Tuesday. What's that? It's Tuesday. Tuesday. Unless it rains, then it's a rainy day. Oh, my gosh. But moving forward, uh, we have got some finals action going on. Are there finals happening right now? I think so. Not college finals. It's a little late for that. But uh, Listen, I've been on this bit for a few months now. Yeah? Where, like, if something very obvious is happening, I'm like, oh, is that a thing? Uh, people are like, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. Or, like... If a dog, we walk in the house and the dog, like me and my mom and my sisters walk into their house and my sister's dogs are super happy to greet them. I'm like, I think they want you guys to leave. (laughs) And everyone always chuckles. I'm starting to think it's getting old. It's getting old for me. I'm sure it's getting old for other people. Yeah. You also do the same with like really good stats. Yeah. Oh, is that good? Oh, is that good? Yeah. 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 I'm starting to think it's getting old. If it's not getting old to other people, it's getting old to me. Maybe that's, 
um, what am I thinking of? Self-awareness. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. We love a self-aware person. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yes, as Thomas said, the NBA playoffs are in the finals. And one game has indeed been played. Since we talked last, the Boston Celtics were unable to complete the 3-0 comeback. The uh, I almost said Warriors. The Heat were able to beat them by almost 30 points. 29 points in Game yeah. 7. Hemi Butler, never a question. Uh, he there's that video of him responding to that, reacting to the fan, yeah, which is just bleeding. so funny. Oh my gosh, um, there was so much emotion in that video. Yeah, yeah. but Hemi Bucket said, "Don't worry, bro, I got you." Now, uh, we need him. Oh, and then obviously the Denver Nuggets swept the Los Angeles Lakers, and on nine days of rest came out. Uh, and now we need Jimmy Butler to get another angry voice memo on Instagram. Because uh, Hemi Buckets, quote-unquote, shot less than 40% from the field, uh, or from the two-point field, I guess, uh, shooting 6 of 14, which I guess is actually just a little bit over 40, but uh, only scoring 13 points in the game, not his best performance. Luckily, Bam Adebayo was there to keep it a little bit close with 26 points and 13 boards. Uh, shooting above 50% from the field, uh, or from the two-point field, exactly 50 from the field entirely, because he was 0 for 1 from 3, which makes that you think, why general, is Bam out of generally happens when centers not named Cat yeah. or Jokic shoot yeah. threes. Yeah. Uh, but not a great performance from really any of the heat outside of Bam out of bio. Uh, some guy named Highsmith had 18 points and was 7 of 10 from 2. And two of four from three, so not bad. Get that guy some more minutes. Meanwhile, on the Denver side, uh, Denver won the game 104-93. According to our friend Chris, it was a very handed beating. 11 points does not show the true nature of how just in control of this game Denver was the entire time. Yeah, Jokic Uh, with the triple-double. On the other side, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray combined for 53 points, 27 from Joker, 23 from Murray. Joker with the triple-double, Murray with the double-double, including 10 assists and 6 rebounds. Both of them looking absolutely incredible, shooting over 50%. uh, Really just a good showing from the Denver Nuggets statistically. Obviously, we didn't watch it. But uh, everything I have heard and read... Joker is amazing. Aaron Gordon has been uh, apparently the defensive MVP of the postseason so far, and just no one is talking about it. And apparently did really, really well in guarding whoever he was guarding. I would imagine that's Jimmy Butler. Probably. That would make the most sense. Uh, To me, like, you know, obviously stats don't tell the whole story all the time. Uh, I think there are two stats here that really... I don't want to say tell the story, but definitely give you the cliff notes. Yeah. Uh, those stats are Miami was 100% from the three throw. They shot two, made two. Nice. Denver was 80%, but they made 16 of 20. Uh, free throws are free points, basically, unless you're a Shaq. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I can't remember ever hearing about a game... And, like, I, I don't mean to harp on it because everyone's harping on it, but I can't remember ever 
witnessing or hearing about a game where a team only had two free throws. Yeah. No, that's pretty bad. Uh, like it's Jim, a lack of physicality. Is yeah. what it is. Like if you're playing physical basketball in the paint, you're gonna get fouls. Yeah, and like the big the big knock on the league is how soft it is, and like if you're not, I just don't understand how it's possible to only get two free throws. Like, I like that that's that escapes my uh, like you know there's seeing there's believing a lot of people believe things without seeing it some people believe in things without seeing it i don't believe this and i'm seeing it like it's it's really hard for my brain to wrap around it's also important to note that uh denver shot 10 percent better from the field shooting Uh, over 50 percent. that was going to be my neck the other one uh that's another stat that i can't recall seeing like ever hearing about is a team shooting over 50 percent, especially in the nba finals like that's a hard, hard thing to win against. Yeah. Also, I think uh, something that is a bit, I don't know about underrated, but uh, we haven't, we forgot about Jamal Murray. And the last two series, and by that I mean the conference finals, and then this one game, I think is reminding us who Jamal Murray is. We've talked about Nikola Jokic, rightfully so, forever. To the point where Jamal Murray, he's been having to carry this team on his own. So Jamal Murray being injured has been forgotten. And Jamal Murray is back here saying, hey, I'm still here. I am still as good as I was. Don't forget, I was a like a max deal type player. I am still phenomenal. I am still going to stab you in the throat. I'm still going to put up 26 points, 10 assists against you in the first round of the NBA Finals. Don't you freaking forget it. And so Jamal Murray playing phenomenal, Nikola Jokic playing phenomenal. With just Jokic, this team was already terrifying. And Jamal Murray playing like Jamal Murray in the bubble is, I don't want to say equally as terrifying because like Jamal Murray just isn't as physically imposing and as dominant as Nikola Jokic. But the two of them together makes it very makes it seem to me very unlikely that this Heat team is going to scoot past this Denver team in the finals. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, hoping for a long series, though. Amen to That's that. what we're all hoping for. Uh, that's what we all want. Amen. How many, wait, was that your first time singing on today's pod? Yeah. Okay, so this doesn't count. What I'm about to say. This doesn't count because it's not a natural. I'm just pointing something out. It feels like in our pods, it's always a question for you. When is Thomas going to meow? For me, it's when is David going to sing? (laughs) Uh, That's funny. I mean, I don't know if you... The other day, not the other day, I guess like a couple pods ago, I mentioned how like you sing a lot when you're setting up the mics. And before David started clapping in my ears obnoxiously loud, uh, he was setting up the mics and then he started singing and he broke like just mid sentence stopped. And he's like, I hate you, Thomas, so much because now you notice it. I do notice it now. It makes me want to throw something at you. Uh, Well, you know what else I wonder if you notice? What's that? Uh, Something about our NHL Stanley Cup final. 
Because not only are the NBA in the championship swing of things, the NHL is also in the swing of things. Which I bel- is actually worth watching, so tune in to TNG. Jeez, you are just trying to upset our basketball fans. Just Chris, really. Well, uh, tomorrow... Also, I like baseball. I can't talk. Tomorrow, June 3rd, the first game of the NHL Stanley Cup Final takes place 7 p.m. Central Time in Las Vegas. The Florida Panthers versus the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And no matter what happens, David, we are guaranteed a first-time cup winner. Yes, and that's exciting. That It is. It is. We're, uh, we have two exciting markets going head-to-head. The storylines are there. They're present. Not as deep as some other playoff series go. Uh, but, they're, I mean, just look at Florida's run to get here. They dethroned the champion, the not championship, the... Uh, President's Trophy winners. President's Trophy winners and historically good Boston Bruins in seven after, I believe, coming back in the series. Yep. They then handle the Toronto Maple Leafs like it's nothing in five games. And then they sweep the Carolina Hurricanes. I mean, this team has had a Cinderella run for the ages. Uh, I can't remember the last time a team had a Cinderella run like this in the playoffs. Like, you can say, obviously, you were from Nashville, so that Preds run, you know, like, that Preds run uh, flashes in your brain. But I'd say what Florida's done has been way more impressive than what Nashville did that year beating the opponents that they were matched up against in the fashion that they did. I don't know that I agree. In the fashion that they did, maybe, but I don't know that I agree. Like, I see this Florida run very similarly to how I see this Miami Heat run. In the sense that, like... What is going on in Miami? Oh, yeah. But it's it's the sense that, like, both of these teams are better than their regular season showed. Yeah. Right? Roster-wise, construction-wise... Depth-wise, um, completeness-wise, like the teams are better than their regular season show. Both teams dealt with coaching changes, obviously. Or not both teams, but both of these teams dealt with a lot of things, such as coaching changes and injuries and uh, underperforming and like stuff like that. But when both of these teams got here and started these runs, it seemed to make a little bit of sense because they're better than what they looked like on paper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or better than what their record showed on paper. Dude, I'm sorry. It literally just clicked in that moment that Miami has the two Cinderella teams in yeah. the final. But the thing about Nashville is we looked like an eight seed on paper. Yeah. We looked like a team that won 40 games in the regular season. We weren't a good a good roster. We We didn't have a Stanley Cup team. And I think that's the difference is – um, I I wouldn't say it's more impressive because I think this Florida team is a better team than that Preds team was, but I the difference is it looks like this Florida team actually has a shot. Yeah. Well, as opposed to like when the Preds. What I was what I was what I, what I was getting at. Well, yeah, injuries happened. The team was run down. Uh, what I was if only getting it was at. Ottawa. What? Yeah. No kidding. If what only I, it was Ottawa. What I was getting at there was I would rather have gone up against that Chicago team. Let's let's be honest, that St. Louis team shouldn't have been in the second round. And that Anaheim team, and, and, during that run... The opponents are definitely better. Anaheim sure. was a very strong 
a team to play against, but like if they got to the final before the Stan- the Stanley Cup, you knew they were going to choke it away. It's like if the Cowboys won the first round of the se- like of the playoffs, you're like, okay, we have a bye week yeah. in the second round. You yeah. know no, what I'm saying? The the opponents are more difficult for sure. Yeah. The I think the hardest team we played that year outside of the Penguins was the the it was Chicago, Chicago Blackhawks yeah. and after a sweep in the first round. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll I'll give you that for sure. Uh I just think like this it excites me because of the fact that it is a Cinderella story that doesn't feel like it's going to end. Like we see all the, we've talked about it on the pod before. We see these Cinderella stories that end up in the final and it just, it's terrible, right? Look at TCU, Georgia. We, we see these Cinderella runs and at some point they get the doors blown off of them and they turn back into a little girl uh, who just sweeps the floor. Like, at some point, it always turns midnight. But it feels like the clock is stuck at 11.59 and might actually stay there for the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Which is what makes this so exciting. I'm not going into this Stanley Cup final knowing for a fact Vegas is going to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. uh, They are the favorites. They are the favorites. Obviously. Uh, And that's okay, you know. That's that's it happens, but <clears throat> uh, I my uh, English Thomas. While Vegas is the favorites, uh, let's just run through some injury stuff real fast. Uh, Florida is going into this series with a clean bill of health. Heckin yeah. Not a single person on the report. Vegas, however, they have three goalies on the injured report. Although two of them are currently day-to-day, Aiden Hill will be expected to take the first stand, though, in Vegas tomorrow against a resurging Sergei Bobrovsky. Let's just say your players come off the IR. Yeah. Do you replace Aiden Hill at this point? If Okay, so they got two goalies on IR. Uh, Logan Thompson and uh, Laurent Broussois. Uh, Broussois was the starter listed going into the season when the news about Robin Lehner broke and that he was going to miss at least a year. Uh, I I just like, I, I think when it comes to a lot of positions, it's hard to, or it's easy to say, like, like we got asked the other day uh, with Jamie Benn, since the team's playing so well without him, do you not put him back in, even though he's eligible? And, like, that's just silly, right? But with Calling a goaltender, goaltenders get hot. Yeah. Right? You can like, ride a hot goalie to great things. Keeping the hot hand is what let Matt Murray win a Stanley Cup with the Pittsburgh Penguins, right? Keeping a hot hand, it can can make a run successful yeah and so i i worry about this isn't a a center or a forward or or a winger coming in uh after missing a couple games this is the guy who's won you two playoff series this is the guy three playoff series this is the guy who is been really really good for you so far in the postseason so just because your starter comes back off injury you take away that momentum and start him i don't know that seems a bit Uh, odd to me let me tell you I would have two different approaches to this, depending. Yeah. Um, obviously, you don't want to rush someone back. Uh, we've very much learned how just how taxing 
uh, goaltending in these high-pressure situations can be. Uh, I don't know if, or I know you saw the picture. I'm speaking to our listeners right now. I don't know if you've seen the picture, but we talked about that four-overtime game, game one against Florida and Carolina in the last round of the playoffs. Uh, If you haven't seen the picture of Sergei Bobrovsky following that game, I highly recommend you look it up. He lost 25 pounds in that game alone. Like, that's like, I mean, that's, they say losing that much weight in a week is unhealthy. He lost it in seven hours. Let's just remember this. Uh, But yes, that is insane. Let's just remember this. Aiden Hill, in the entire postseason, has has the third-best goals allowed average, the best save percentage, the third-best amount of wins, and the most shutouts in the entire postseason. He has been, quite literally, arguably the best goalie in the entire playoffs. Yeah. When you look at all of those things combined. And so, again... I would worry, and I mean he only he's only played in so like he hasn't played in as many games as Bob, so I'm not worried about him being as bogged down or him being as tired because he hasn't played in as many games. Right. So I just I don't know I I I can't see the reasoning in putting in uh, Bruchois just because he comes. Well, I, I would put in Thompson before I put in Bruchois. Even not. But. Even less. But I would roll with the hot hand. I agree. At least until I was a hundred percent sure that Thompson or Bruchois were back to a hundred percent. Unless that hot streak that Aiden Hill is on comes to a abrupt end. Because Aiden Hill is playing on house money right now. Like, uh, we talked about relating this to the Preds. Uh, Connor Ingram, their backup goalie, who put in a very solid conclusion to the NHL season. I don't want to say Aiden Hill's not a guy. But the form we're seeing right now is not consistent with what we've seen in the past. But you don't have to be a guy in the playoffs. Cam Ward won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, no, he did. He and Cam did. Ward was not a guy. No. Like, you don't have to be a guy to have a hot hand in the postseason. No, 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 not at all. But, like, what I'm getting at is I acknowledge the hot streak he's on, and he is playing remarkable hockey. I don't know if I'm running a team how comfortable I am with my Stanley Cup hopes being in his hands. I mean, I, I get your point, but for me, I we've seen plenty of guys like Sam Sonov, like Matt Murray, like Cam Ward, come into the postseason and play uncharacteristically phenomenal hockey and win Stanley Cups. No, we have. We Jordan have. Bennington, for that matter. Granted, he was playing well for the second half or for the latter half of the season. But the point is we have seen that multiple times. We've also seen guys replace their goalies and the team go downhill. For me, I would not want to replace Aiden Hill until he loses two games in a row. You don't want to be at the point of um, elimination before you swap it out, right? You don't want yeah. that. You don't want swapping your goalie to be your last ditch effort. But to me, until he's lost two games, you cannot 
replace him with how well he's been playing this postseason. Unless, I mean, if he allows seven goals on nine shots, yeah, pull the guy. Probably, honestly, if he's allowed five and seven. If he's allowed three and five, pull the guy. But, um, I don't know. I just, I think the way this kid is playing, arguably the best goaltender in the entire postseason when looking at all of his stats. Uh, Because, like, there were guys obviously ahead of him uh, in some categories. Like, there's, they're, the worst he is, though, is three, and no other guys have that consistency across the entire board. So that's why I say arguably the best goalie in the postseason so far. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I just I think it would be a bit rash if he comes out and posts, like, three goals allowed with, a, like, a 9-1 and to say, okay, we got to move on to Thompson. I think that would be rash, and I think that would be silly. It is, but it's also relevant to consider the other side. And that's, I mean, yeah, that's Sergei true. Bobrovsky has only lost two games in this playoff run. He's 11 and 2. He's got a 935 and a 221. Uh, like, not as good stats as uh, Aiden Hill. The only no, thing he has more than better than Aiden Hill is wins. No, but every other stat Aiden Hill's got. When you look at the Con Smythe race, which we're moving to next, uh, it becomes clear that Bob's having a better playoff as an individual. You're making a face. Again, Aiden Hill is better in every single stat except wins. I mean... So, it's hard to say... He's... Bob has played more than Aiden Hill. Like, it's it's just hard for me to say that Bob is having a better playoff when he has one out of four stats better than Aiden Hill. No, I, I see what you're saying. So, like, I don't know. I, I think whoever wins the postseason, or whoever wins the final, if... Um, and I mean, I guess, I guess we'll move on into the Con Smythe conversation, because to me, there's only one guy for Florida, if Florida wins the Stanley Cup final, and that's Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, I, he's the only guy to me. I think there are a couple of options in Vegas. Uh, I think it's very dependent on how well Jack Eichel plays, because he was really good in some series and kind of not there in others. Um, and so if he just has a phenomenal final, then I think he could win it. I think Marsha Salt, if Marsha Salt doesn't score a point, I could hear an argument for Marsha Salt yeah. being the Con Smythe winner. But then really, I think Aiden Hill and his stellar play could be a legitimate contender uh, for the Con Smythe. But, which if you don't know, I think most of you do. If you don't know, the Con Smythe is basically the equivalent of the Super Bowl MVP. The best... Uh, but it's not just for the Super Bowl. It's for the entire playoffs, right? Yep. Yeah, so it's not just for the Stanley Cup. It's for the entire playoffs. Um, so, I don't know, man. I think there are a couple of options, uh, which which might honestly uh, really help your argument. Because I think there are possibly three options in Vegas for Conn Smythe winners. There are. And really, there's only one. For Florida, and that is Sergey Bobrovsky. Uh, there, so it's a five-man race: three from Vegas, two from Florida. Uh, we'll start with Vegas. Uh, oh, Kachuk, I guess. Yeah, 
Uh, William Carlson for Vegas. Uh, this is probably, I'm going to go in most likely to least, or least likely to most likely. Okay. Uh, William Carlson, he's got 10 goals and four assists in 17 games. He's the franchise leader in goals for Vegas. The thing about Wild Bill uh, is his goals are similar to Chuck in the sense that they come when the team needs it the most. Uh, Carl, or I'm talking about Carlson. Marshall is a phenomenal player who I think is criminally underrated. Uh, his goals are more, I'm going to put in the dagger early and de- dehuman or not dehumanize, demoralize the other team. Carlson's like, it's do or die time. I'm going to go put the puck in the back of the net on a scrappy play. But moving on to Jonathan Marchessault, he's having a phenomenal year. Uh, not, yeah, English, Thomas. English. Figure dude. Uh, he got a lot of uh, flack, if you will, for going, I believe, a whole series without scoring a goal. And then he scored eight in the Dallas series, including a second period natural hat trick. So he this year has nine goals, eight assists, 17 points in 17 games. Uh, so those are pretty good numbers. You don't have Eichel on your list? No, I do. I'm going least to most. Yeah, but you said only three from Vegas. What? You said there's only three options from Vegas. Yeah. You wouldn't put Aiden Hill as an option? I'm going at the I'm looking at the odds right now. Oh, you're looking at the These odds. are not my personal. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at the odds. Okay. Yeah, so like Jack Eichel has been at, or Aiden Hill has been absolutely wonderful and amazing. But he is not anywhere to find on the odds. So, hey, if you're looking for a potentially, what's the word? If you're into sport betting and you're looking for a potential long shot. Remember, always bet responsibly. Only bet what you can afford to lose. Good good to uh, way to throw that out there. Happy for you. Uh, I would put I would put Eichel as third, most likely. Just because, like, it's a lot, like... It's easier to put two like the two above the three because the three are more closer. If that makes sense. Yeah. I. You're doing this list weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you say, like, so you, I assume you're going to say Bob and Kachuk are yeah. two and one. Yeah. But that's saying you think Florida's more likely to win the cup than Vegas. Uh, that's not necessarily true. That is what you're saying. Because uh, you're saying most likely to win the Conn Smythe. So wouldn't you say the most likely Vegas player to win the Conn Smythe, if Vegas were to win, would be number one, if you're saying Vegas is most likely to win the Cup? Uh, By no. putting a Florida player at number one, you're saying Florida's most likely to win the Cup, therefore they're most likely to win the Conn Smythe. Uh, let me say this. Uh, it doesn't happen often, but it does happen. Where a player from the losing team wins the Conn Smythe. And it hasn't happened in 20 years. But. I don't think that should ever happen. I mean, you got to recognize the effort, you know? The effort. No matter how great it is, if you lose, it's not as valuable to your team as the effort of the other team. I mean, I, I disagree. I disagree. I think. One team won. One team didn't. 
Yeah, but it's a team sport. I agree. So, like, if there's one person who happens to be on the losing team who puts in... But what I'm saying is... I, I'm not saying that, like... Let's just say the game goes to seven. Florida loses. Bob posts, like, a two goals allowed average and a, like, 940 save percentage. Just some nutty... Just Herculean. Incredible performance. He still came in second place. And second place is not as valuable as first place. So if you're given the most valuable player award, it should be to the team that won first place. Okay, so what if, in this hypothetical scenario, uh, that comes to fruition? Yes. And the leading point scorer for Vegas, and we'll, we'll operate under the assumption that Aiden Hill comes down to more pedestrian numbers and the leading point scorer for Vegas that series gets like five points. Yep. So should it go to someone who had a, a mediocre series over someone who put in this crazy effort and his team just couldn't help him? Yes. That is because first place is more valuable than second place. Okay. Just because you're in first place, that doesn't mean you put in an effort that earns you an but MVP. This isn't, this isn't the maximum effort award. No, but it's the most valuable player. Exactly. But if no and one. And there is more value in winning than there is in losing. Okay. But if no one on a team steps up to help them win, they don't Listen, deserve an MVP. They won. So clearly, someone stepped up yeah, to help no, them win. No, they had the better team effort. Congrats. I'm just saying, man. That's a whack-ass opinion. To me, valuable is a part of that word. And value, first place, is more valuable than second place. The idea of a loser winning the MVP is silly. I, I, I said it. A team that doesn't make the postseason. I said it when we talked about the NFL. A team that doesn't make the postseason should not win an MVP. That's why Drew Brees, in his multiple 5,000-yard seasons where they won seven games, never won an MVP. We're comparing. Because even though his Herculean effort, it did not compute to value to his team because they did not win. Yeah, but quarterback is a more relevant position to your team's win and loss than any singular position in any other sport. I'm pretty confident that you and I have argued that before, and you have argued the exact opposite. No, that's not what I've argued. I've argued... But that's not relevant. Point is, continue with what you're... I d- we disagree, and that's okay. You're wrong. I'm right. It's okay. It's okay that you think that. I can't... David, I'm leading you the water. It's up to you to drink it. I don't understand how you're leading me the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. So much. Um, I do. Uh, again, there for the, are for the record. For the record, that meow meant you frustrate the piss out of me. Yeah, don't, don't most of them. There are exceptions to every rule, and if I mean, if he really did post like a one eighty or a two goals allowed and like a nine forty nine fifty save percentage, that might have to be the exception to the rule because that would be stupid yeah that would be stupid good and so maybe like it's a possibility and i will say there there are exceptions to every rule but i think 
for the most part, there. I mean, and there's a reason this has to happen in 20 years, right? Like, I this is not a solo opinion, obviously, because you yeah. could argue that Jalen Hurts played better than Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. But guess what? It was never a question that Mahomes was winning that MVP. Well, I think so, I think it really takes a like. It takes a uniquely special performance. Yeah. And I, I'm a, I'm gonna give my justification when we get there, or my reasons why I believe he is the favorite. Uh, second is Matthew Tuchuk. He's got nine goals, twelve assists in sixteen games, four twenty-one points. Three of those were game winners in the third round sweep of the Carolina Hurricanes. Three of them in overtime that you can't get much more most valuable than yeah. that. That's yeah, the absolutely. we've talked about this ad nauseum. We this performance that we are seeing to Chuck put out is the exact reason Florida swung big on getting him last year. Yeah. Last offseason. And it's it's I'm happy for the Florida management that it's working out because they took a risk. Yeah. They, and it looked like it wasn't working out prior yeah, to the postseason. Yeah, they traded Jonathan Huberdeau, who's been a part of that franchise for years. Solid playmaking winger who was great defensively. Who had 109 points last year. Yeah, 109 points last year. They also traded Mackenzie Weger, who was a very strong developing defenseman. Like, that's a huge defensive knock. And Tuchuk does play a 200-foot game, but the, the effort on both ends of the ice that the two players they sent out I think was greater but this like to Chuck is your prototypical playoff hockey guy yeah and he's showing that and then lastly is Bob we talked about the stats earlier we talked about the effort earlier I think if Bob wins the uh Con Smythe I think it's going to be in large part due to the effort he put in in the third round because like we had multiple playoff games, one of what was almost a historically long game, and I mean, man's lost twenty five pounds in a game. Yeah, that's like, nutty. Like that, like that is the. I don't. I. I want Florida to win. I think Eichel and his speed are going to get the better of them. All right. So we talked about who could win the Smythe. Who do you think? One wins the series, two wins the Consmith. I think Marcia Sol wins the Consmith. Vegas wins the series? I think Vegas wins in six. I want to say five, but I can't. I have picked against Florida every single round of the playoffs. Yeah. Not only that. I haven't picked them to go beyond six games. I got six in the first round, five in the second, and five in the third. They have proven me wrong every single time. By a lot. Like, handedly. I, in my heart of hearts, think Vegas is going to win. But I can't, I'm not going to pick against Florida again. I'm going to pick Florida. I'm going to pick seven games. I'm going to pick Sergei Bobrovsky as the consmite. I Okay, let me say this. I know, and I also want them to win. I know we are behind on the clock. 
So bear with me. It'll be okay. You dealt with David. You went on a tangent about zoos. I can do this. Yeah, you're good. Logically, I think Vegas is going to win. I want Florida to win. Me too. I think if Florida... Me too. Really badly. I, I think that if Florida... Like, I think Florida can win. I think it's very much in the realm of possibilities. If they win, though, it's going to... This is going to be a last-man-standing competition. But I think it's like, not only has Florida proven us wrong, and I agree, that's why I have it going to seven. I, I do... I think if Florida wins, it will go to seven. The the reason I said six, and I think I think it's very likely that this series goes to seven. I think this series is going to be divine, defined by a major injury. I don't know why, but that's what my gut's telling me. Have it's, you seen the script? I might have. I might have gotten a, you know, sneak peek. That's why I was so confident about Florida yeah. and four. <laughs> no, I just like not only has. Florida proven us wrong every series. They've done it better and more efficiently in every series. Yeah. And now you quite literally cannot get more efficient than a sweep. But, like, I just, like, this team should be tired after the first round. And I guess they were so tired they wanted to get extra rest. (laughs) So they handled uh, Toronto Toronto in five. five. And then they go out and beat the crap out of Carolina in four. Like, this team just has so much momentum. They've gotten literally better every series. I just, I can't pick against them. I really do. Like, I said in my heart of hearts. I meant in my brain of brains. It, like, logically, logic tells me Vegas is going to knock the doors off and win in five or six. But I can't deny what I've been seeing from Florida. Yeah. I, so I think the series is going to either be defined by an injury or goaltending. If there's no injury, it's going to come down the goaltending. If there's no injuries, I pick Florida. Just, just Vegas has the depth. That's what that, I'm saying. That's that's what they. So, like, so if there's if, no injuries, why wouldn't you pick Vegas? Because what, what? Okay, so if I'm operating under the assumption that there are going to be injuries, which like it's a, it's a playoff final, one of the most physical sports, with a little three pound rubber disc flying ninety miles an hour up and down the rink. If Vegas suffers injuries, they will have a much easier time plugging and playing than Florida will. Then why are you picking Florida? If there aren't, like, but... Because of the momentum. Okay, 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 okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Sorry. I just... My brain couldn't comprehend how big your brain is. So, my bad. No, my bad. I could have said that better. No, it's okay. You said it great. But... uh, There are some things where you can definitely say it better. But this was not... Literally name one thing. I... Listen, fair enough. Yeah, not fun when it happens. When the shoe's on the other foot, is it? Is it? I remember the situation... But you don't know the con- the exact context. The context. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> oh man, that yeah. was that was. <laughs> let me just tell you, that was so vindicating. <laughs> I'm gonna be in a great mood for like the rest of the week now. <laughs> just for some context for you guys. <laughs> um. 
one of my favorite things to do. Thomas doesn't have the best long-term memory. I have great long-term memory. And uh, I just don't remember when we, pointless things. When we get in any sort of argument, Thomas will say something like, you do this, or you said this, or whatever. And I'll say, I'll put him on the spot. I'll say, name literally one time. And he'll just go, you know I can't just come up with stuff on the spot. It's one of my favorite, even if I know a time. I can think of four specific times, and I'll put Thomas on the spot. That's like it. And he can't come up with a single thing. That's like And I love it. That's gaslighting, it. That's not gaslighting. That is gaslighting. That's not, that's kind of gaslighting. That's 100% uh, gaslighting. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really fun to do. And it's not, it's I, not I often, and it's I, not about serious stuff, but man, is it fun. I think you should title the episode, David is a Big Gaslighter. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Name literally one time. I I can't because I've never named the podcast that. No, I know. I just I just wanted to relive that moment. I'm gonna name the podcast Thomas is a big gaslighter. That is, ah, <laughs> you you almost you almost got it, but I I I said no. I'm gonna name the podcast Meow. Listen, I don't know when I'm gonna get David like that again. I don't know when. I just blanked. I got put on the spot. All I wanted was a. All I don't. All I wanted there was a. I don't know when. uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, listen, I don't know about you, but uh, we're We're just just here so we don't don't get fined. fined.